This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan asking the questions that matter. Like, how many marriages do you think Frank Thomas has single-handedly broke up? All right. Okay. But also, it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors where he can address or not address that question. I want to ask more about this now, all right, now that you brought it up as a way to start the the segment. Why are you saying this? Why did you say that? Because we know the joke here, Kevin, but there are new Tolos out there. (laughs) There are new listeners every, like, 15 minutes or five. Man, because... She's going to like it, too. Okay. Those commercials are amazing, and it feels like he just moves from gym to gym and place to place. And and if you watch those commercials, the subtext in that commercial is all wrong. Okay. It, the subtext in that commercial is like, hey, then you'll be able to get it up again, and then, like, you'll go on from there and everything. But really, if you watch those commercials, they're all thinking about hooking up with Frank Thomas. Watch the ladies' faces, they aren't like, oh, yeah, Joe's going to bring the heat now. They were like, what if I could hook up with Frank Thomas? He's a handsome man. Agreed. Big hurt. <laughs> that was his nickname when he was playing baseball was That's the Big Hurt. That's his nickname in those commercials, too. <laughs> uh, by the way, tomorrow at 820, Matt Pittman from Meat Church. I love him. Bi-weekly interviews uh, or segments with uh, with uh, Sean and RJ at 820 every other Wednesday. I watched uh, some of his YouTube stuff, and I think I'm going to make one of his um, cowboy. I forget what he called it, but it's like inch, it's kind of like enchilada stuff. Look good with chicken. I'm glad that I explained that terribly you did great, well, man. Terribly yeah, bad. I'm sorry, great. Meat Church, Matt. <laughs> He's like, hey, thanks for that plug, Mike. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. Right. King Ranch. I think he calls it King Ranch casserole or something. All Does right. that sound right? Sounds good. Nope. He's got a lot of recipes. You don't know. You don't <laughs> cook. You just eat. <laughs> That's so true. Kevin, if you had to cook Back. one meal to save your life. Grilled chicken. And, and I can I can grade this meal. Mac and cheese is not a meal, sir. Yeah, it's a side. Oh, that okay. Is a side. Hold on. But if you had to cook a meal. And okay. I in that grade, okay. um, I have to grade it a B plus, at least for you to stay alive. Do you like? This will really determine my fate. Do you like breakfast at any time of the day? I love breakfast. Okay, breakfast is my favorite. Got a shot. I can make this like breakfast sandwich that's not complicated. Really? But it's pretty good. Explain it. Look, it's not complicated. Scrambled it, eggs. Yep. Bacon. Yep. Sausage. No. Cheese? Yes. And Two then, pieces of toast? Correct. It's delicious. And then how do you cut it? No, you're an adult. I will leave the plate with you. Well, if I have to save my life, so I'm going to cut an it e- diagonally. <laughs> so you're making an EBC? 
If is that what it's called? Then yes. That's what everybody calls it. Yeah. Everybody? You even heard that? I guess not. Well, yeah. we just establish I'm not the most up to date. And if you if you put extra bacon on it, it's an EBBC. Eggs, bacon, bacon, cheese. It's like the British Broadcasting Channel, you know? Yeah. yeah. Among other things. Bacon. All right. You can also call it a Beck. That's what I call the Cowboys this week. B-E-C. That's Carter's favorite sandwich, by the way. So, Carter, let you, my Carter let you live. I just wanted to let you know. It's not the I, school. I will judge that sandwich. Um, I've, I've been trying to... to to figure all like I'm not gonna leave the Cowboys, okay? That's just I just I've made the decision that I grew up local. I'm gonna be fans of local teams. But <laughs> did you see me yesterday? Uh, you wearing your Chiefs hat? Yes. And no, in his Jags jersey <laughs> at the same time. God, the um, he was the worst yesterday. But I'm trying to 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 think about this because Kevin, it'll be pointed out. A lot, and it always is pointed out a lot that Detroit, Cleveland, all these teams that we look at and go, ha, 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 they're so porous right. when it comes to playoff successes. And eh, what it is, well, the Cowboys haven't had that type of success. They're right there in that category with them. So I'm, I'm curious. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. How do you reset the expectations of an organization? Because I look at the Rangers. And the Rangers got us to an expectation of we can be in the World Series. Yeah. We never experienced being in the World Series until 2010, 2011. And then we lose them. Uh, we lost in 2011 for sure. I don't know if you remember. It was uh, David Freeze. Yes. No, we all remember what happened. Nelson Cruz was in right you know field. what? Honestly, doesn't matter that anymore. doesn't hurt me as much anymore. See? I want to be mad, See but cool I'm like, it is yeah, now? well, F them. The, but once you get to that point, then the Rangers, like, they, they kind of had a dip back down. They dip back down into, I don't expect anything from this team. So much so that, like, we were thinking Joey Gallo could save this team. We were wrong. There were people out there that were like, well, hold on. What do you mean, Mike? Some people out there were thinking that Joey Gallo could save this team. He didn't? They were wrong. How many all-star teams you make? I don't know. Two. He made two? With the Rangers. How many playoff games did he play in? I'm guessing, did he play in the three in 2016? I guess so. So, but I some, wasn't prepared for that question. But somehow, we got to a point where... We didn't expect anything from the Rangers anymore. And I, I love no expectations. I really do. It's a great a great place to Starting be. Starting in 17. Yeah. Right? Okay. So you got you get to that point where the Rangers, you're just like, well, they'll play baseball this year, but will anybody care? And then out of nowhere, bam, they deliver for us everything we've ever dreamed of. And the Cowboys have under-delivered every single year since they won their last Super Bowl, I yep. guess. And... Now I think we kind of need to revisit how do we reset our expectations as a fan base of, because I also saw this, Mike, well, somebody posted to Mac Ingle this morning. Oh, yeah. The playoffs don't matter. The regular season doesn't matter anymore. Agreed. I would rather go 10 and 6 in the regular season and win the Super Bowl. There's no guarantee that you can get to the playoffs without the regular season, though. So, Kevin, if you're going to tell me I agree that, with the, Kevin. that the regular season – doesn't isn't a good predictor of playoff success i'm all with you on that 
but it does matter because you you can't go four and twelve and be in the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. No, you're right about or four that. Four and thirteen. I, I I will just take it from hey, we just got to get in because now you learned it doesn't matter if we have and that's fine a high seed or not. That's fine, but you still have to be Except a good for football all the team. Teams in the NFL yeah, for the Cowboys, yes. You still have to be a, a a a team that wins enough games to get into the playoffs. I agree. That's a, still a reality. You have to be a good football team to get to the playoffs. Can I give you? Three years where the Cowboys' expectations were somewhat low, and we were very excited about what they did in this run. Absolutely. Bill Parcells and Quincy Carter. Bill Parcells' first year, and they went 10-6 and six and lost to Carolina in the first round. But it was like, oh, my God, we have been pathetic forever. And this guy just took Quincy Carter, and we won 10 games? Yeah. With smoke that, and mirrors is that, what he said. That was like, True. what is next? What's going to happen? A few years later, when Tony Romo took over in week six or week seven for Drew Bledsoe, and you made it to the playoffs, and you thought, this really stunk we dropped the ball on the field goal, but it feels like something's changing here, and then Bill Parcells quit, and then we see what happens. Yeah. And then the last one is 2016 when Tony Romo breaks his body in a preseason game, and Dak Prescott took over, and we thought, Okay, so who's in the 2017 draft to take in the top five pick for a quarterback? And then you go 13-3. and three. I felt like those were three times, and only three times since they won in 95, that we kind of had a low expectation at some point in the year. And at the end, you felt like, I'll take this result because I think it's going to be built upon. It never was built upon. But those are three years that I feel like, in the history of the Cowboys that you felt good. Interesting in this, Kevin, in that each one of those years that Mike just brought up, it was a new quarterback that brought a new expectation of we're not going to have to worry about this year. We'll see as, as time goes on. Yeah, and that's why I think a new quarterback might be the thing. The one thing that's just not going to happen, and I see people texting it, and I appreciate the feedback, is if Jerry sold the team, sure. <laughs> if that happened for some crazy reason, then I do think expectations would be changed. The issues that we run into in this Metroplex, right, is the Stars are a different deal, and we could talk about that too. But the two teams that you immediately mentioned were the Rangers and the Mavericks. The problem with those expectations is the Mavericks, you saw a couple of seasons, you saw some glimpses in the 80s, and then you fell into just basketball hell, and you just weren't good at all for the longest time. So you had nothing to, like, lean back on. Same thing with the Rangers. You didn't even make the playoffs until you were here for 24 years. But with the Cowboys, every generation has something that they want to tell you about that you can't escape, even if you've never seen it, right? Like, we've all seen the Cowboys win three Super Bowls. But if you're too young to have seen that, I bet you have a parent or a friend or whatever that's like, and I don't know what's more frustrating, having seen it as good as it gets and knowing we can't get back there, or having to listen to how good it used to be, yeah, but not getting back there. Like, both seem very annoying, and that's the issue. Is you we didn't probably have... need to take on that mentality, Kevin, of the new fan that has never seen that success. True, true. And, and that's, like, what do you see with the Stars? The Stars won a cup. The Rangers, obviously, it's amazing, but now they've won one World Series, and the Mavericks won one World Championship. So you don't have all these different generations of people that are trying to tell you like how great this team has already always been. But for us, it was the 90s. The generation before that, they were fighting to be the team of the 70s. And 
they were just there, you know, the decade before. So every generation has been able to beat you down with how good they are until now. And that's why I feel like it's hard to reset. Like for me, I understand your question. It's a great question. I don't think I can reset because I already saw it. And now when we get into the regular season, even if they're 10 and one, I'm going to be like, that's awesome. And I really am glad that they're playing well, but let's see what happens in seven weeks. Will you have, con- I mean, this is a crazy question, Corey. Will you have confidence next year if they have a 12 and five record and are entering the playoffs with a home game? I mean, obviously it depends on how they look against the Niners and how they look against the best teams on their, on their schedule. I guess in my opinion, because I think the Niners game gave us a really good idea of what they, the reality of the team was. And, and I think get Mike, I was missing on that Monday because I was with Lucy up in Cleveland but the next day, that's when I came in, I said, "That's this is the moment where I've lost all hope for believing that Dak is going to be a transcendent quarterback. And there were a lot of people that went after me for that, too. And I was like, look, that's fine. I see what I see. I know the reality of what I'm seeing with him. Now, did he turn into a different quarterback for a stretch there? Of course he did. And we knew he would have a stretch where that happened. But that was the moment where I was like, uh, that, that's that's where I've stopped. Because they talk so much trash about that game specifically. Yeah. All that matters is week five. We're focused on this. And they show up and took a big dump on the field. That was oh miserable. Uh, I'm sorry, doo-doo. Is that better? No, that's... It, like, that was miserable. And that was the reality of what I expect from Dak from here on. And there's a lot that goes into the fact that that team is what it is. But there's a mentality about it. But resetting that expectation is, for the entire fan base... It's going to be difficult when they turn on the television on Fox Sports or FS1, Peacock, ESPN, <laughs> whatever. Every NFL conversation is going to have the Cowboys in that conversation, and everybody's going to believe that nationally the Cowboys are that kind of team again. Don't you feel like next year, no matter how good the Cowboys are, the national thing will be, it doesn't matter. Dak's yes. going to be a bad quarterback. When, Possibility. When the game's on the line. And it's a, if you lose, you go home, he will make sure to play at his worst. Yes, because he's done nothing to prove otherwise. For the most part. And I want to give him credit. The Tampa game, he was great last year. But the last three out of four do or die games, he has died. Yeah. And that, and that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we, how we kind of reset that. And I guess next year, I'm just going to come in here and I'm going to talk. I'm gonna, not going to be negative, but I'll never be overly positive. I'll just kind of talk about the Cowboys. That, and that's my Is that fun? No. Nah. And that's really a nightmare for me because at 10 and 1, I really want to be able to come on here and be like, "In your face, we just beat this team by this many points." But only this is the year. If you and, don't win a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. Yes. We just need the Rangers to win 90 plus games, make the playoffs, make a World Series run, and then we don't have to worry too much about the Cowboys for September and October. That's a good point. Now for my last question. And, Kevin, I take you back to last Thursday. Kevin and I were in the parking garage, and I have seen a car in the parking garage that has never moved in, like, the last four months. I asked Kevin this question. What percentage or how many cars in this parking garage specifically do you think have a dead owner? And, Kevin, what was your answer? Brought us his car moved that one time without him. It ain't ain't none. Yeah. There's definitely somebody... Who their owner is no longer alive. I'm, I'm, That's a fact. I, and I want to know the percentage of DFW uh, car parking garages in <laughs> DFW, the percentage of cars that are in there that have no owner because their owner is deceased. 
We've all seen. It's not zero. We all... have a will. Doesn't that cost like three or four thousand dollars? I was dude? shocked to learn that. That as is well. nuts. I can't I just write on a sheet of paper that I'm leaving stuff to my kids. I also thought it was like a few hundred dollars. I was shocked to learn that. And think about this. Let's say somebody passes away. All right, and they left their car up here in the parking garage, and they pass away, you know, somewhere, and nobody knows who they are anyway in that area that they passed away in, and they've been buried in the field or whatever, and now that car is just sitting alone in a parking garage. Who's going to question it? Nobody's walking through and checking all the parking spaces, right? Nobody's walking through and going, hey, this car's been here for like two years now. And they don't care if people smoke weed in there, so what's the Hey, Easy. You know that's true. Easy. But, and there are other parking garages all Have over DFW. Have you never DFW. smelled that before, Mike? People smoke weed? <laughs> yes. In this in this parking garage. Wow. All the time. Nobody is smoking weed this doesn't- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Seem like a weed smoking job uh, doing radio. Kevin, wasn't in an well, episode don't of The Sopranos? Bag Nation's coming up two to seven right here on the fan. Just a programming reminder. Wasn't in an episode of The Sopranos where they went and parked a car at the airport parking garage and just walked off from it? And they're yes. like, that's that dead person's car out that's there. That's this place. <laughs> this is, this is our parking garage is where the, where the mafia puts There their- is a truck that I walk by every day whose registration sticker says 2020 on it. That's that's a fact. Four years ago. Yes. That's Does that truck ever move? Never seen no. it move. Yeah. No. It does not. Yeah. So I just 877-881-1053 if you have any thoughts on that. There you go. But you agree the answer is not zero. I right? Dude, the reason I asked that question is because there's a car that I park next to every day 
that has not moved in the last four months. Oh, do a holographic will in your own handwriting witnessed and notarized. So is that going to hold up in court? That sounds. If it's notarized, if there's a witness and a notary, then yeah, dude, it should. should Your hold on. Your recommendation is do a YouTube video, and they'd be like, "Your Honor, I take you to YouTube," and they'll be like, "Okay." Man, that, that's a lot. There's no way you can do a deep fake of you doing a video of your will. Oh, crap. I bet you can. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the season's final edition of Any Given Saturday with more good news for the Longhorns. We'll talk about it next right here on The Fan. On first and goal, the deep back, off play action. You was to throw it for Sweat. He caught it. P. Sweat. How about the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year catching a touchdown pass? KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Any given Saturday in just one second, but the injury gods giveth to the stars and quickly taketh away. We talked about how Miro is going to be headed on the road trip, which starts Let's Thursday go. with the hope that he will be able to play during that road trip. But now the stars have had to recall Matt Murray. Because Wedgwood exited Saturday's game against Chicago with a lower body injury, which brought back Jake Ottinger, which we talked about. He was going to be good to go. Now, Wedgwood is having a day-to-day situation with a lower body injury, which has recalled Matt Murray. So, we still can't have nice things, but we're working on it. How are we ever going to do it, you know? Just do what the 99 team would have done, you know what I'm saying? Just battled through it. Yeah, they would have figured it out. Gone and got Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. And then, you know, you know what happened after that. All right. Now it's time. I wonder how many people do know that story. I'll give you a billion dollars not to turn me in. Is it's time for any given Saturday. Let's wrap up the college football season with our good friend Carter Freeman is Good things happening with the Texas Longhorns. Isaiah Bond transferred to Texas after Nick Saban retired. And then also, I know this happened a few days ago, Steve Sarkeesian did agree to an extension with the Longhorns through 2030. And I think that was a good move. No college football team has ever been embarrassed by their team being in the playoff or almost being in the playoff and then giving their coach a big extension and then blowing up in their face. Does that happen to A&M? Yes. Okay. What? You that happened A and M, Kevin, according to Carter. Yeah, and we actually deserve to be in the play. Now that he's agreed to that deal, if the NFL came a calling, if a, you know, like there are a lot of coach openings out there, can he leave and go to the NFL still? Sure. I don't know how if buyouts or anything like that for coaches going from college to the NFL. I don't know how that works, right. but I know it won't work for him in the NFL because it's worked for like two college coaches in the NFL. So I would recommend he stays in college. What are our thoughts about Isaiah Bond? Because he transferred to Texas, their best wide receiver in a recruiting class that you can tell us more about. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Bond was uh, Alabama's best receiver this last year and probably their worst receiving core in 10 years, which says a lot for how successful they were. But Texas lost almost the entire offense. I mean, the uh, skill players, at least. Their best two receivers, best three receivers, their best tight end, their best running back are all gone you have Quinn Ewers coming back, and your young running backs you'll have coming back, they're very, very good. 
But as far as guys who catch the ball, like you need guys who have at least shown college production like that. And Isaiah Bond and Matthew Golden, who they got from Houston too, those are experienced pass catchers that'll come in this year and hopefully, you know, be solid in that offense. Now, speaking of, this wasn't a surprise, but it happened right when we were going off the air yesterday. Caleb Williams officially declaring for the NFL draft. What I was really curious about is, and everybody can jump in if y'all have thoughts as well, your hierarchy of quarterback prospects. Because I know for a long time we've said Caleb won May 2. Maybe that's how it plays out. Maybe it's not. How does Daniels fit in? What are your thoughts about McCarthy? Go. Uh, Caleb, number one. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, I will put Drake May at number two, and that's just because somebody has to be at number two. What do you think about Mike's assertion that no quarterback from North Carolina can possibly succeed? Uh, I think if anyone's going to break that, it would be Drake May. But then if he doesn't, I will jump on your train because I think because you look everybody think Trubisky was a solid prospect who could play in the NFL. They did. And we were all stupid back then because I think he had nine college starts before he declared for the draft. And then the Bears traded up for him. But wasn't he one of those guys that just like out of nowhere just shot up the board? Yes. That's what I was like. Why? Like, why did he all of a sudden become a guy? And that was a quarterback poor draft class, if I remember yes. right. So with May, you have a lot more hype coming in from high school into college with him. A lot more actual play on the field that you look at and you're like, this guy's actually not half bad. Just to give you more information on how bad Mays are, who was the last May who was drafted in professional sports out of North Carolina? Sean May. Sean May. Sean May. He should have been really good. The round mound of eating and not rebounding. He won won a championship with Jesse Holly. Yeah. Pathetic in the NBA. If your last name's May and you come from North Carolina. He may not be good. He isn't going to be good. I do want to ask this this, question. Is this Sean May's son? No, it's not. Okay. Are you sure? Two different spellings. Um, That's true. There's only one way to spell it. You're, you're, you're apparently not. Do you Ray not spell it that Do you way. not like uh, Daniels that much? I actually do. I think it's honestly a very fun debate between him and Penix to me as the number three quarterback in this class. Okay. Because Daniels had, was incredible last year. Obviously, one's the Heisman, deserves it. Then after Penix wins uh, the Sugar Bowl against Texas, everyone's like, oh, maybe, you know, he should be jump up. And then he has the poor championship game. But. I think those two are really close, but I think they're going to be the ones that need some seasoning. I think May and Williams will step in and have some immediate success on the field. You know, maybe not playoff success, but I think they can come in and, you know, move the ball better than probably some of the quarterbacks we saw in the NFL this year. And I was going to bring this up. Wasn't Trubisky in the Mahomes class? Yes. The Sean Watson class? Yes, he was. And he went ahead of both of them. The Bears traded up to get him. Don't do it decision but who but who knew that Mahomes would be Mahomes you know what I mean and nobody knew Watson would be Watson what do you mean by that everybody thought he was so great oh okay he's such a nice guy nobody knew he'd get 250 million dollars guaranteed the first four or five years of his career were good I don't know how they were good I meant more off the field uh off field stuff I also don't think JJ McCarthy should go in day one or day two I just don't think he's why do you think he seems to be such a dev- already such a divisive prospect in the draft? I you just look at the last six weeks of his season. No matter the winning, like the play on the field just does not impress. And I was saying it the entire season. Michigan's team this year is as deep 
and as good as any roster in college football has been over the last however many years. And McCarthy was still, I mean, in the championship game, he was, what, 10 of 14 for, like, 140 yards, something paltry like that. Like, I just don't, I don't think he's ready yet. And I think he's maybe another two years away from being someone who can start, I mean, even at that, start in this league, like, play against NFL defenses. Now, we have another hope, and I want to go ahead and fire off cut number 17. We're going to stay with the same school. Could this be the player we've all been waiting for? Shotgun for J.J. from the six-yard line. Takes the snap. Inside handoff. Blake Corm bounces it back the other direction. Blake fighting for the end zone. Touchdown Wolverines. Blake Corum ties the school record with his 55th career rushing touchdown. And Michigan extends the lead to 16 to nothing. How do we feel about the running back Blake Corum? Because obviously the Cowboys are going to need a run. They will, and I would like him in maybe the second or third round. I don't sure, think there's any the second. any running back this year that's worth a first round pick or maybe even a second a high second round pick. The issue with Corum is he's smaller. And I think me personally as a Cowboys fan, I'd like a bigger, stronger running back to step into that room after Pollard and uh Dowdle were I guess Dowdle was the stronger like supposed right. to be the stronger of the two, but I just need someone with force. Someone that can move a pocket more than Pollard or Dowdle was able to. But Corum is a very good player, and you heard he set the Michigan school record with touchdowns there. And he's, he was the only player, the only non-kicker in college football this year to score in every single game. But doesn't that kind of fall in the same, like, you still have some questions because that team, as deep as they were, the blocking's pretty good up front. They're they're pretty consistently, he's surrounded by the best. Mm-hmm. And like with Alabama, that was always the, is this guy good? Or is he just surrounded by the best, especially at the quarterback position? And you're always trying to have to figure that out. But it seems like with a lot of other skill positions and, and linemen, you feel like you can just draft one of those guys, you're pretty good. But when it comes to like the running backs, quarterbacks, there are a lot of questions that go along with the best teams. Yes, and Michigan lost their one of their best offensive linemen against, I believe it was against Ohio State at the end of the regular season. And Corum was still able to replicate his success rushing uh, in the three games they had after that game. All so right. he, he's just a, he's just a good player. Kind of sounds like you do want him here. I wouldn't what mind was, it forever. What was the best college football game y'all saw all season? Cool. Uh, it, for me, it was the Washington-Texas game. All right. So ESPN put out their list of the top 100 games of the year. That was fourth okay. on the list. I'll take that. I went to AM and watched them play Louisiana Monroe, <laughs> I think, and they won 70 million to zero. Classic. <laughs> we'll have to look on the list. I'm guessing that one did not make the cut, though to be fair, I don't know that for a fact. So I remember that one. <laughs> My That fa- was the best game you saw this year? I was at it. Okay. It was the one. The one he went to this year. I did that Texas game was good, except the end where they lost. That was the best. One. I think I did fall asleep too, because I remember Washington. <laughs> I was like, there was about five minutes left in the game, and I'm dozing, you know, in and out of play. Hold on. So the two best games you saw were the blowout you went to and the one you fell asleep during? And when Washington had the ball with, like, three minutes in change, I was like, Texas isn't getting it back. I'm not fighting anymore. I'm going to sleep. And then I woke up in the morning and saw that Texas almost won the game. It was at, like, 11 p.m. or almost midnight by the time that game ended. So I don't blame him. He was up partying. You know, that was New Year's. You know Mike. So Mike puts one not in the top 100. Corey picks game number four harder (laughs) not in the top 100 what say you game five of the astros rangers the the rangers lost but man that was amazing it was not a college football game mike should have been it was in college football season (laughs) 
What was your Dude, favorite? Paul Skeen's pitching was one of the best college games I saw. I went to see A&M and LSU. This that was a good card. game. Except, I mean, LSU dominated. Is that the best thing that happened to Paul Skeen's all year? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. He got drafted number one. He got a girlfriend. I don't think that was the best Good thing. Good for him. She does athletic commercials. She's a gymnast. Carter, what was the best college football game you saw all year? If I'm going biased, I'm going Red River this year, OU 34, Texas 30. And I think even unbiased, that was still a fun back and forth game. But my personal favorite was Washington versus Oregon in the regular season. The game at Husky Stadium where Oregon comes back, takes a lead. They go for it on fourth down to try and ice the game. They miss it. Washington scores two plays later, and then Oregon drives down to kick the game winning or the game tying field goal, and they miss it. And just the sea of purple, like swarming the yes. field after that game, was just phenomenal to watch. So, just to recap, hold on. I know for Corey, it's going to be the game that Caleb Williams cried. He to mommy. already said his answer. Yeah, already, is that it? Uh, no, I said the LSU the, game, the Washington Texas. You don't like Paul Caleb Skeens. Williams? Him crying in mommy's arms was probably pretty good for you. That- so, just to recap. Corey picked game number four on the list. Uh-huh. Carter picked game number two and eight. You uh-huh. didn't give me the list. The, I didn't. They don't have the list either. Washington, you, you, Oregon was eight. Texas, Oklahoma was two. Mike picked a game not in the top 100. And then he picked a baseball mention. game. Yeah, and then he picked a baseball good, game. Skins was throwing 99 to 101 every pitch for <laughs> the first five None of y'all have innings. mentioned the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Oh, the man, best game of the one. year. That's a good point, Chris Strong. Come on. Nobody even knows who played it. Well, at least he picked one from the sport we were currently talking about. I picked one. The Louisiana Monroe game. (laughs) Number one on the list was Alabama's 27-24 win over Auburn. That was number one. Then Red River. Michigan, Alabama was three. Washington, Texas was four. And then I saw a couple people text this in. Stanford's two overtime win over Colorado, where they came back from like a million points behind. Was number five. What about Duncanville winning back-to-back champs? That is not the same North level Shore. of game. Those I think both those teams players. might be able to beat Louisiana Monroe. Mike, I saw them play college football, tomo- and I'm not sure they could beat Duncanville or North Shore or DeSoto. <laughs> Tomorrow, I want you for one segment for Mike Likes It, your top 100 college football games of the year. I want you to write them all down because you clearly have a lot that you really like, so I need you to write them all down. And it's going to be Duncanville, Galena Park, North Shore is going to be number two. I think one that hurt me because I was rooting for him, when Cordell Stewart threw the Hail Mary against Michigan, that was a great game. Look, we can't go 100 because then there'll be a Bobby Belt thing and there'll be a whole problem, but appreciate it very much, Carter. Thank you for all the work all season. Where can people find you on social media if they want to stalk you or learn more about college football? I'm at CFREE1053 on Twitter. And, yeah, I will tweet out college football things all the time because I'm going to be sad because i got to wait 200-plus days before it's back. I watched the Colorado TCU game. That was a good game. <laughs> I went to that game. That and game then, was very fun. Oh, and the D- Colorado, Colorado. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Game. And oh, Dion yelled at everybody awesome and game. said how awesome he was. And he's like, you watch. I'm going to win three more games this year. Where was my Colorado-Colorado State game, Kevin? What was that on the list? Uh, I I will like have to, I'll have to. That was actually number six. I was going to say I'll have to get back to you, but I, I do not. You six. just wait. College I'm going to win one Corey. more game. After this Colorado State game, I guarantee I'm winning one more game. <sighs> We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Did he really say that? Coming yeah, up And he next. won one more. He, d- he refused to win any more no to make sure that, that his, his words stayed clear. Let's chit-chat <laughs> with those fellas <sighs> from the G-Bag Nation next right here on The Fan. Five Let's wins. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, where we are always victorious, except for in NFL playoff games. Right now, courtesy of DNM Leasing, it is time for our chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Pretty good, Heggy. How are you? I'm doing better, but there's something that's really annoying me today. I'll let you guys see if you can figure it out. It might well, just be about nothing in particular. I'm back, so You I know what's the it. worst? That's what it is. Is when people reply all to a congratulatory email. We're it's dealing like, with that right now. Aren't yeah, we? <laughs> they're like, hey, great. Everybody got to see you congratulate somebody that you don't give a damn about. If you really care about that person, send your own side email. Don't bog down our email. Why do you get so worked up about it? This happened. I had this argument with Adrian over the weekend. Why are you so upset? Just hit delete and it's and it's gone. No, but then it's back. It's like email herpes, right? Because you think it's gone, and then bam, you just test it positive again, and it just keeps coming back no matter how many times you press delete. You got to flare up. Hey, can can I ask you a question? (laughs) Yes. Since it's a computer-related one, uh, business-related, how long do you wait before you absolutely have to change your password? To the last day. The last day? Yeah, because we, because of whatever happened a couple years ago, we have to change our email password like every freaking- We got hacked back. Yeah, other month or something like that. What? Remember that. (laughs) And so we have to change it all the time. I'm just, I'm happy for that person that got the promotion that you like. You can just email them and just be like, hey, you're doing a heck of a job, and that's why you got promoted. You don't need to clog up everyone's feed. You're, but you're also a you want your inbox clean, right? That's, that's true. The, that's the thing. It affects guys email like him. Yeah. My work email way right more. Now. Dude. Yeah. See, I don't care. Yeah. It's gonna sit there forever. Or, or you I'll done all your training so far? Do you yes. do all that training? But, but because as soon as you do the training, you can delete the email, and so they know they're. Or like, you can just delete it. I can't. Not do the training. I, there's something inside of me that like I can't do that. That's why. I go to the talking doctor. That's why I do all the other things because there's something that dude, inside that me that can't. That dude in the robe kind of reminds me of you, Heggy. What's that? <laughs> that dude in the robe on the, the He's videos. like the bad guy yeah, that's like, trying to be a negative influence yeah, on uh, everyone. Come on, don't worry about it. Send the email. You can do it. Send the email to that company. You can do we it. get in trouble if we don't do those? Because I always do them, but I don't know. Are there any repercussions? I are we like the Cowboys where nothing will ever change? When's the last me time? and Dawson are still here. So I was going to say, Mike, when's the last time you did a training session for work? I don't know. <laughs> okay. 
So, Once in the last two years, I think. I think while the show's on, I let the thing play so it finishes, and then I answer the question okay, as best yeah. as I can. Because well, you don't need to see the segment to answer the question. Yes, yeah, don't it. sexually harass that yeah. person. Hey, take don't. off all your clothes. Should, that, should that a guy ask the woman to take off all of her clothes in the middle of a meeting? I'm not kidding. Oh, yes or no? The last one... Was about sexual harassment. The question went almost exactly like this. Stephen has shown Anna a dirty joke or told her a dirty joke. She reports it to HR. What should have happened? And it's like, Anna should just get over it. (laughs) He was like, Anna should maybe take a new job. This place is clearly not for her. And it's just the answers were so stupid that you had to have gotten it right. That's why I like to turn off the video and just like, click through the text version For because sure. the questions are so easy. And then they're like, you haven't waited enough time. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. I got the gist. Anna, yeah. stay with what you're doing. Steve's in the wrong here. Whatever other fake name I said. 15 years and only three HR complaints myself. I think I'm good. <laughs> That's okay? not bad. How, yeah. how long are you without an HR complaint now? What's your current street? We don't have HR anymore. You can't get one. <laughs> yeah, Mike points out we've run out of HR. Uh <laughs> I think it's over a Zoom. That's a great, that's a great point. Oh, crap. I had a complaint on Carter. All right. Again? Did you guys look up, do you have any interest in the trade that the Texas Rangers made? Well, they picked up somebody who was put on waivers, and they're like, we will take him not on waivers. It's, uh, I mean... They're just trying to stockpile arms. Bullpen and, depth. And it's the Daniel same thing Duarte. with Will Smith last year. Like, maybe you get lucky and one of these dudes ends up being really good for you for a stretch. That's all it is. To me, the one that is interesting is they're being linked right now with Hector Neris of the Astros. Yep. That could be substantial. Are, are any of these reports confusing to you? Because not Neris necessarily, but then you still see Hater, the Rangers are the betting favorite for that. He's just too damn expensive. I know. There's no way they pay that. I know, but then you hear Montgomery now. is the Montgomery's maybe, coming back. Montgomery's coming back. That's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. That, I that, believe it. That's wild to me. I, I would love it if he came back, but I'm kind of surprised with all the money constriction. Two of you guys said that very confidently. Yes. Explain why you're confident. The longer this goes, and he's not going to get the offer he Agreed. wants from another team, and he has familiarity with this team, they're going to give him a decent offer. Probably going to go in the shorter term of it, but he knows what's going on here. Why go somewhere for less money and not be happy? Yep. When you could be here and make decent money and be happy and doing he, your job. All the Hurtados. Here. Yeah, and yeah. all the barbecue, man. Yeah, there you go. I, I think Mike Maddox has the sell for him. The, the longer the longer this would go on him, the the better I felt about it. Okay. I like it. I like it. Now, guys, Corey mentioned it. Just a thought. He's I like back. it too. I hope you're right. Yeah, me too. How much have you guys missed, Corey? I was really hoping we could hear from him yesterday. I need, I needed Corey in my He would have been mad yesterday. He wasn't mad today. I was, you know, simpatico with him. I don't know what that means. It means likewise, <laughs> you know, very similar. We're very feeling the same. You guys were connected. That looks like a different thing than that. But, yeah. Did you do, like, intercourse? No. Oh. A couple of bros? Yeah. Hey, Zach was sad yesterday. I was listening to the show at home. He was sad. Sad about the loss. Worn down from the post game because I heard y'all drive. I was driving back from San Antonio trying to beat bad weather, and I heard y'all in the post game, and I, I was expecting a lot of fire, uh, and I, that there was some fire. Well, there was know, some sadness too. You just gotta let folks go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there were people that were upset by it, and you know, that's all you can do is say, okay, thanks for the call, move on. You yeah, know? or but, argue with them. Nah, <laughs> no sense arguing for that. Why argue about that game? Uh, yeah, oof, that, that was one. bad.
That one isn't one to argue about. No, 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 no. It's one to try and figure out like where all your flaws yeah, are you and did, fix it. Once you did the autopsy, you kind of understood what happened on it. Mm-hmm. You know, sit down, watch it, and you'll figure it out. Yeah, blow the whole thing up and move on. You don't think that's going to happen, though? No, I'd love to see it, though. I would love to see it. You know what? We're we're getting rid of this, 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 trading, getting picks. We're doing making all these moves, but that's a lot of work. There's a lot, a lot of, of people hating you right now for saying that. Probably so. It, within the organization. Oh, I get that. Because anytime you talk about moving on from a head coach, it affects like people in football operations yeah. and stuff like that. That was the thing I had to deal with the most when I tried to fire Garrett all those years. <laughs> that other people in the organization are like, listen, you go after Garrett, you're going after our jobs too. Mm-hmm. So you're not just talking about one person, you're talking about a bunch of people. I did which, notice normally we have uh, Brian Schottenheimer and his entire family kind of walk by us in the Miller Light Club after the they game. They always wave, yeah. They did not um, yeah. after the game on Sunday. So while we're talking about firing McCarthy, maybe they got a little tick too. That's pretty cool, man. How's Marty doing? Is that what you're bringing to the table today? Yes. All right. <laughs> well, on brand. You're going to be short a person today. What, what do you guys got coming up? Speaking of HR. No. What do you guys got coming up on the Carter? program? Oh. Pure Gold, as always, thanks so much for asking. Uh, <laughs> wow. The latest speculation on uh, you know who the Cowboys should or would hire if they do move on from McCarthy Ooh, right out of the gate. Do that. Yeah. All right, roll game, Brian. Brian has some interesting thoughts to share. Roll home with the G Bag Nation. We have been the Cansey Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Bye, Kevin. Bye. Yeah, here we go. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.